shit this time unlike last time when we did something else and it didn't work we're gonna actually whine this time oh do you guys want me to give you all my my notes before we yeah. start let's do that first okay. yeah i already told Kristen the first one um because i love your guys's podcast i'm caught up on everything um except for wait did you release the one front with with nick no that uh is no. gonna be tomorrow that should be yeah okay. this thursday okay so um I love it just because I think I know you guys and I think that that makes it even funnier. Like Art heard me listening to it and he's like, what the fuck are you listening to? But I was just like dying laughing. Um, But my first thing is Kristen's ADHD is a mood because you cannot focus or listen to anybody. I don't even try to focus. And then Amanda, speak up. Tell these bitches to shut up. Um, yeah, I'm really good at that when we're not on here. <laughs> yeah, well, then when we get on here, you stop talking. <laughs> but and then the episode with your guys's mom made me tear up like two or three times. But I'm just a big baby. I just love that I episode. Mean, you crying, right? <laughs> I haven't even listened to it yet, and I know that it's my favorite episode. <laughs> and then I don't remember what episode it was the name of it but when you guys were talking about like oh it was the the last wine about it podcast i think um where you're talking about weird foods and uh i'm pretty sure i can't remember if it was kristen or sarah taught me to make like a tortilla and you put butter on it and then you put sugar on it and then you roll it up sugar and cinnamon (laughs) i was saying that was not me that was not I was me. like, I'm pretty sure I was too drunk because I don't even remember. <laughs> we were always having some good ass going to throw that one out there. She's like, they taught me to make this. And I was like, that's brand new information. I was at the recording and that's brand new no, information. she's saying that Sarah taught her a while ago, not like oh, when we, no, during when the we podcast. Oh, I thought she met on the podcast. I was like, this is great information. (laughs) No, I mean, like when we were little kids, I remember going to your guys' house when you guys lived in town and we were just always like making weird shit to eat. Like it was just like, I don't know. That's definitely Sarah. (laughs) Sarah always makes weird shit to eat. (laughs) I saw a video of somebody soaking chips in pickle water and I was like, damn, I'm going to do that. That oh my god, yeah. Wow. I, totally totally I all of your like topics have just been so funny to me. Um, but I liked the back to Kristen's ADHD when you guys were talking about uh you're like stranded on a deserted island or whatever. Uh-huh. And Kristen saying like, never read a book. I almost hit her. <laughs> Isn't that what Cassie said when she came on? That like she loves it because she knows us, which is the same that you're saying. But also, the way Kristen says she's never read a book. <laughs> I was like in my car, just like crying, laughing. Like, I don't think I've ever read a book. 
<laughs> I'm just like, only Kristen. <laughs> but I had some books I wanted to share. I tell people, I'm like, I don't care if anyone listens to it because it's funny to us. And it's funny to our like family and friends, like our immediate family and friends. They right. think it's funny because they know us. So I don't care if anyone else ever listens to it because it's fun. <laughs> yeah. When I was listening to it, you were talking about like, it was when you were talking about you're riding in the car with Ryan and you like, you said he got like road rage and you're like, why don't you just go kill him? <laughs> and you just like went on your tangent about that. And Art's like, what the fuck are you listening to? Just like friends who like to murder people. No big deal. Oh, shit. But no, I had some some book uh, books I wanted to share with you guys. You know how prepared she is. She's more prepared than, than Kristen Listen. has ever been. Listen, She's I don't try to prepare. She's prepared. She has but phone notes. I've already well, committed. Kristen, this I've first book is for you, actually. Because oh. you, you love your, like your sad movies and all that. Um, the first book, I don't know, Amanda, you might've read it. Tuesdays with Maury. I've not. Oh my God. If you want to cry, read this book, but it is so like basically this guy who's like best friends with like this philosopher, like amazing dude, whatever. And he's about to die. Like he's has like, I forget what it's called. Like not Parkinson's. I think it might be where your body just starts to like deteriorate, but he's like, these chapters are super short, so that would be good for you, Kristen. Um, they're like three pages. Don't go listen to it. <laughs> but it like it's just talking about like how to be a better person, and like it's just it's just a feel good book, but it's really also sad. And then oh, I need supernatural. Like a vampire needs to show up or some shit. Hmm. Well, the next book <laughs> is the art of racing in the rain. <laughs> Have you ever heard of that? It's a new book, and it's told from a dog's perspective, which sounds like all like that one. (laughs) But it's actually like so cute. Like I loved it. And then my last one, where the crawdads sing. I've not heard of these books. Oh, these are brand new books to me. All of them. Well, the art of racing in the rain and where the crawdads sing. Those are newer books. Um, Who are the authors? I don't know. I could. (laughs) I can text them, but. I'll put them in our in the bio part so that people know what so they can look them up. So the art of racing in the rain. What were the other two? Um, Tuesdays with Maury. This book, so good, so good. The author, right there, you diggling. Oh. You're holding the book. Mitch Album is. <laughs> <laughs> what I think happens when you have too much alcohol? <laughs> I have no clue. Here's the book. It's right here. I'm staring at it, but I cannot tell you. That was good. I'm pretty sure he also wrote that, like, The Seven People You Meet in Heaven or whatever. I haven't read it, but I heard it's really good. Um, Where the Crawdads Sing, which is, like, this, like, swamp girl. Is it from Louisiana? Yes. And she's just, like, an outcast, and it's, like, something happens. I don't want to spoil it, but, like she just gets like mixed up in this situation and it just kind of like takes you through and it like it goes back and forth like one chapter is like 20 years in the future and one chapter is you know 20 years in the past but it's really good so vampire awesome. well i have read all of the twilight books like you guys like 17 Hi. times um Second. all of the harry potters like 17 times but i mean you got to branch out you got to try something new it's hard though 
Kristen's like, no, thank you. Yeah, I like I like my genre and range. I don't I don't need to venture out anymore. I'm smart. I'm smart. I enough. always say her last name wrong, but like Jody Picolt or however you say her last yeah. name. she is an amazing author. I love her. But all the books are kind of the same to me. Like they kind of like blend. Like the the plot. They follow the storyline. Yeah, but I, they're still good shit. I've tried a couple times to do other types of books that don't really fit my genre and. It's hard for me to keep my interest. Like I have one that's like a self-love book and I got like a couple chapters in and I never touched it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hard for me to get it, like get into that it. That has nothing to do with your genre. It has to do with you and mentally take care of yourself. Oh, take care of myself. Fuck that. Let's die. Excuse <laughs> me. I don't know what you're talking about. No, don't, don't play me. I just sit with you for a whole day because we thought you were dying. <laughs> <sighs> So I went I grocery shop for herself. Ember can go to the pediatrician. She gets shot. She gets weighed. She's eating lunch, breakfast, dinner. She gets drinks. Sarah, she's just decrepit over there in the chair. Like I feel like that's gonna be me as a mother in a way because like Art's always telling he's like go and like buy something for yourself. Like I'm like I got this at Goodwill for two dollars. He's like why don't you ever buy anything nice? Yes, Goodwill is the place to go. When you become a mother, there is no money for you. Right. I barely have money for me as it is. Please, I'm a teacher. Well, that's it. I can't buy shit for myself. But if my kids are like, Mom, I need this. Guess what? They have it. I still don't have shit, but they do. Right. Art's like, you come home, every time you go to the store, you come home with like a tree or a bone for my dog. And then I'm like, oh shit, I forgot like three things on the grocery list, but I got Dudley's bone. (laughs) Or I'll walk past something that I think I want. And then I go past a t-shirt that's on sale for the girls. And I'm like, oh, it's only $12. Or I go and it's like a buy one, get one free dog bone for the dogs. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then Donnie's like, did you get yourself shorts? No, they were too expensive. Mm-hmm. You just spent $30. You Shorts don't cost more than 30 And I'm like, yep. but, but the kids needed something. He's like, no, that's your problem. You always think the kids need something. <laughs> always. Same thing with like our classrooms and stuff. I just went to the store the other day and while I was there, I couldn't help myself and I ended up buying Ember shoes because they were on clearance. And then I ended up buying her a new plate that suction cups to the table and a new sippy cup because I had to throw one of her sippy cups away. And then I came home and I'm like, so I spent like 40 extra dollars, but it's all for Ember. So (laughs) story of my life. Okay. Do you have anything else, Jamie, that you would like to share about us or our podcast Um, or our faces? I just, I loved last week's episode with Cassie. I think she's just like so funny because she's, She's so dry and that just like I, the whole time I was just cracking up. And then Kristen and Cassie just having their side conversations. I was like, seriously. And you were getting so pissed off, Sarah. In my brain, like I have to plan everything. And like, so I plan these things out. So like, they're just ignoring us and talking. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> listen, it's your fault is what happens when you give me the guests at my house. I know. And I won't do that anymore. No guests for Kristen. <laughs> well, you just did it again with Nick. <laughs> I know. An and there were side conversations. Yeah. And I'm going to have to go in there and cut out all the in- inappropriate talk you were having. Why? The very inappropriate talk you were having. <laughs> we like to talk inappropriately to each other. You should hear us at bed at night. No, no, that's why it's your own personal bedroom. 
will not come into that conversation. I don't want it. Speaking of that conversation, so I told Sarah when I talked to her yesterday about the um, that the Office Ladies podcast is so funny. And today I was driving home from work after like having a, a rough day, and they were breach sister. I contemplated going off the bridge. I get it. <laughs> but they were in the Office Ladies episode. They were recapping the sexual harassment um, episode. And they said the whole time, like, that just how funny it was and how everyone kept, like, breaking character. And I was just like, it, I, I think you guys, listening to you guys on podcasts has gotten me into other podcasts. And I'm like, oh, this is such an enjoyable way to drive home now after, like, a bad day. That's so just, nice. Yeah. I love it. To listen to my favorite murder. I told her yesterday oh. she listened to uh, my brother, my brother, and me since she likes the comedy ones. Yeah, I'm definitely more comedy. Well, have have you listened to my favorite murder? Because they well, that they... just depends on if she likes murder. She has to like murder for it to work. I started watching listening to my favorite murder with Sarah, and I am just as far as I was the last time I was with Sarah when I listened to it. Mm. Well, do you like murder? You have to like murder to I enjoy mean, it. Yes and no. Like my dad has always like growing up, he loved anytime that that show. What was it? The first forty eight. Yeah. Whatever. Like, after someone was murdered, like. He would love watching that. And then, like, with my students last year, we did the Serial podcast with, like, this, like, Adnan Syed or whatever that like, was, like, accused of murdering his girlfriend. I was, like, super into that. I was listening to it, like, way ahead of my kids, mainly because I needed to know what we were going to listen to. <laughs> but um, I was I was pretty into that. So it follows that type of, like – yeah, well, what it, it is is it's these two girls and they're they're freaking hilarious and then they both whatever like whatever they decide that week they both pick a murder and they talk about it they they do a little bit of research but it's not like facts 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 it's literally like oh I looked this up got some details and now I'm telling you about it and it's it's just funny and you you get to learn about murders you've never heard of they are very good at like ripping off each other and stuff like okay and so they're entertaining. And so it's like, you're listening to this horrendous thing, like of somebody being like murdered and they're going into detail, but then you're literally laughing two seconds later because they're being dumb. And it's so it's like a nice yeah. mix of getting that murder side in, but also having like a little bit of fun with it. So it's not like a, what do they call that? Like a docu-series, like serious, whatever. It's just these like two chicks just talking about these murders that they researched. Yeah, because like they basically met at a party and realized that they both really liked murder. Like, okay. and so they started talking. They were like, "Let's know how you die." That's how you die. <laughs> and so they started doing this podcast. So it's literally they're just like telling the story and hanging out with each other. So it's not super serious, which is nice. Like, and they always reference other ones, like last podcast on the left, for people who want more facts, facts, facts. Yeah. This is what happened. Yeah. So I'm more Funny shows, funny. Anytime, like, we're, like, getting ready to watch a movie on, like, a Friday or Saturday, I'm like, he's like, what kind of movie you want to watch? I'm like, a comedy. Like, nothing else. Like, so you watch New Girl? Vic, like, three weeks ago, and I was like, cool, they're just shooting each other the whole movie. <laughs> like, I'm not <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> what did you say, Kristen? I said, do you watch New Girl? Oh, I've watched New Girl probably at least four or five times all the way through. Because that's a good one. Oh. Have you watched The Good Place? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so and good. Is season supposed to be coming out? It's I've on never TV, seen it. but it's not on Netflix yet. Um, I do not have TV. Just have Netflix. 
I love a funny feel-good show, The Office, Parks and Rec. The Office, I probably watched like eight or nine times through. Parks and Rec, at least six or seven times through. They're just, I love good, short, funny. Yeah. Community is another one that's short and funny. It's just more sketchy. Like, not not sketchy, like, (laughs) but like, like doing a set. It's more like skitty. Like, it's skits. Right. So it's very, it's very scripted. It's funny. Right. I feel like there's more, um, like, you could tell they're almost, like, reading lines. Like, it's the way it's supposed to be. But you could almost feel, like, that that feel. But it's Mm -hmm. pretty funny. And they're only, like, 20-minute episodes. You feel like you've gone to a play. Okay. I like, I I think I watched the first season. But I definitely like the guy. um, And I've seen all the memes that they made off of that show. um, From The Hangover. What's his name? Ken. I'm real bad. Ken oh, Ken, yeah, yeah, who's the Spanish teacher in that show? Yeah, and he was like, it was like in the first episode, he makes this like joke about, and he basically he like doesn't know any Spanish, and it's just I don't know, it's funny. It's nice because it's only twenty minutes, so it's a short one that you can get little bursts of of laughing. Where did Kristen go? I don't know. She ran so away. More room for us to okay. talk. Okay, so who, I think Jamie should be the first one who gets to pick something to whine about since she is our guest. Okay, so, well, since he's not home, (laughs) um, and he'll be home probably in the next half hour, uh, just, like, having a significant other sometimes and, like, living with, I I should, I don't want to be sexist because I'm, you know, I'm a feminist, whatever, but, like, living with a guy sometimes is just, like. Living with anyone sometimes, it's. Because you have your ways, and then someone else is there, and you're just like, like, so. I mean, we've been living together for going on three years, so it's not anything new. But it's just funny to like when you hear like older couples like bitch about little things, like, ah, he left the toilet seat up or whatever. But I find myself like, really, like the the hamper is right there, and your sock is like three inches. He would shower in the morning and he would drop his socks and underwear in the hallway next to our bedroom door. <laughs> he takes his socks off in the living room and throws them across the living room. And I'm like, what are you Donnie, doing? Take his socks off and stick them under the coffee table. <laughs> or does that too. I'm like, why? What is with their socks? Like they literally just take their socks off wherever and leave them and drop them and tuck them. And it's like, I'm cleaning out my couch and there's socks. I'm cleaning out here and there's socks. Like, why are there so many socks? See, Nick isn't allowed to do that. He tries to do it, but I get on him right away because Sammy eats socks and I don't want to take my dog to get another $300 x-ray. So socks have yeah. to immediately go in the hamper or they all get in trouble. So mm-hmm. I don't deal with socks too much. <laughs> my other is my biggest thing is dishes like like if there is a sink full and you're tired go to bed Mm -hmm. if that same sink full is there a day later bitch turn the water on and wash them right we established early on was and i don't know like where i got this idea from but separate chores like, I'm like, you do these three or four things and I got the rest. Like, if you can do those things, because I hate doing dishes. I've always hated doing dishes. And I'm like, Jamie, girl, I'm there. I'm with you on this. <laughs> I will scrub floors. I don't care. I will clean toilets, whatever. But if, and that honestly, I think has saved a lot of like bickering, but it's just funny to. 
I'm bad about like I come home and if I don't know where I want to put something, I just set it on the table. And he's like, where the fuck is it? Where is this supposed to go? Like, why do you just set stuff here? And I'm like, well, I don't know where I want it to go yet. There's always that community spot. Ours is our dining room table. Everything goes on the mm-hmm. dining room table that doesn't belong somewhere. And you're just like mm-hmm. end up with a pile of stuff that you're like, none of these things go somewhere. Why are they all just here? Right. Oh, Jamie, I agree with you on that because the thing is, is with like me and Nick, we don't have like separate chores, but at the same time, like we do, like I pretty much told him, I said, listen, I hate doing dishes. I hate putting clothes away. I will do everything else. I will sweep. I will mop. I will have this house like spotless all the time. I will do the laundry, but I need you to wash the dishes and put the clothes away because if not, the dishes will not get washed and the laundry will sit in baskets for days. So he does those couple things and then he helps out. He'll clean the kitchen every once in a while. And he does, he does a lot of other stuff too, but like, those are like his main thing that he like always does because uh, he knows how much I hate him. Yeah. So I get it. I definitely think that because we don't ever really ever fight about cleaning in any kind of way because we both do what, just what we're supposed to journey. do. Well, that too. Right. I was going to say, <laughs> listen, let's hear you know, over there. <laughs> You know what? We've been together for like almost a year now. Still in this phone for... call, the shortest person here. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay. When you know, you know. It is what it is. Like, honestly, like Art and I say all the time, like, we'll go to the courthouse tomorrow. It's not about, you know, all that other, you know, crazy stuff. But I love it. Well, with cleaning in my house, I'm a stay-at-home mom. So I do all the cleaning because he works. Like, it's... I've taken on the responsibility of caring for our child so she doesn't have to go to daycare and cleaning the house when he's at work because it's like, that's my job. And he still like helps me with stuff. And sometimes he'll take out the trash and do the dishes and he still tries to help. But a lot of times I'm just like, no, like go hang out with Ember, go do something else. Like this is the few things that I do <laughs> mm-hmm. to do my part in our household since right. I'm not bringing in money. So it's a little different with, with, chores and things in our house and really the main time that he that we like he does a lot is like if we are like okay we're like deep cleaning today (laughs) and we both clean everything but for the most part I just do everything because it's my other than other than his game room he's responsible for his game room right yeah I don't touch his game room I mean I'll grab dishes every once in a while or, or grab like bottles every once in a while out of there but for the most part I leave his game room up for him because it's his space so I don't want to be moving stuff and touching stuff because like he <laughs> tells me all the time that this is my, that it's my house and he's just like living here and that <laughs> he has his room back there and everything else is mine, which to a degree, <laughs> he's not wrong. I'm very particular about how I want the house, but that room, Same. it's his, he can do yeah. whatever he wants back there. I agree. Who wants to be the next person to whine? I feel like like now that I'm actually on this podcast and like I've been so amped up about it for the last like two weeks, like, oh, because I've been listening to everything and I tell Art and he's like, oh, whatever, that's so dumb. But now that like he knows that I did an episode with you guys, he's going to go on and try and find it and listen to this episode after I just like bitched about it. <laughs> he's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's gonna be like she really got on here and just bashed me that bitch. <laughs> listen, planet. I first came to get online and she took a shit at me. <laughs> I didn't even plan it. I literally looked to my left and there is a sock on the floor, and that's where I was like, I don't have anything planned. Like I had a whole list at the beginning of the episode, like I wanted to tell you, 
But then I'm like, shit, I didn't plan anything for the whining part. And I just looked over and I was like, I'm going to go with this. Look at that motherfucking sock. It's taunting me. It's sitting inside my brain. I'm sure he's not unaware of the fact that you dislike the socks on the ground. So I doubt it'll be a surprise to him when he listens. True, very true. Oh, Kristen and Amanda, did you prepare anything at all or are you just winging it? Just I'm winging just it, fucking bitch. winging it of like all the other episodes. Come on. Okay, so then I'll go next because I have a motherfucking list. Ooh, oh my of course God. you do. Number one. Listen, I want to whine about this and bitch about this until my fucking head explodes because my fence is still not up. <laughs> This fence has been a nightmare and I want to just go outside and light it on fire. But I know that that's bad because I spent too much money on it. But I'm done so with it. So are you yourselves or you have like a contractor or what? So we like looked up how much it would be to do it like through a company. And it was like $7,000 to put a fence up, which was just stupid. So yeah. we're like, okay, we'll do it ourselves. And we bought all the material, which was a nightmare in itself, like, because everyone's doing home improvement right now. So they're out of yep. everything. So like we originally went and we got our permit, bam, permit done. We were like, yes, let's do this. All excited. And then it was like, oh, we're out of fencing. Oh, we're out of posts. Oh, we're out of this. Oh, we're out of that. So it was like, okay, we bought one thing. And then it'd be like weeks later, oh, we finally got this next thing. And so it took us months to just get all the supplies at all. And now we have it all and it's just sitting out there because we don't know how to put a fence up. And we had someone lined up to help us put the fence up who used to do fencing and he backed out. And now we're like, I don't know what we're doing. So Ryan has decided, he said, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos and we'll figure this out. So Donnie said he'd come help. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, we, we've already decided we're done trying to find people who know what they're doing, and we're just fucking winging it at this point. So Ryan's supposed to be picking a weekend that he is free, and we're just texting everyone and be like, anyone who wants to help in any way, shape, or form, show up. We have all the material. We're going to rent the automatic post digger because we ain't hand digging shit, and we're just going um, for it. And if it doesn't work, I'm, I'll just jump off a cliff. It's fine. I'm pretty... Sure, Donnie and Andy said they'll help, but I'm pretty sure it was either Donnie or Andy said they already have an automated post sticker. Oh, okay. I mean, if they do, awesome. Because Donnie said there wasn't a chance in hell he was digging all those holes. Oh, yeah, no way. Even if they don't, we're going to get one. So, I mean, at this point, we're just picking a weekend and going like, for it. You can go to like a general rental or something and get it for like so many hours or whatever. Because we were looking into it too, but then like... With, Cause Art's like a woodworker, so he knows how to do all that kind of stuff. But he was just like, we we have a hill on the side of our house, and it's like I guess sketchy to like put the po- the holes in on the side of the hill. You have to do it a certain way. So we were just like, screw it, and now we're about to spend that like seven grand. Yeah, well, that's the one spot right next to our garage we're worried about because it's like right off of the garage where it's going to start is like almost straight down. So we're really going to have to just tear apart one of the panels and literally take it board by board down that hill, which is going to be a bitch and going to be difficult. But really, that's the only spot. Like the rest of it, yeah, it's on like hills, 
but none of them are, it's, that one is steep, but besides that, the rest should be relatively easy. So we're just picking a weekend. I already told Ryan that he's picking a weekend within the next like month and we're all just doing it. We're just doing it and we're making it happen because I'm fucking sick of it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm so over it. What's next on your list? I'm going to let Amanda and Kristen spit out something that they're pissed about before we go on more on my list. I got lots of shit. Kristen, I'm putting the pressure on you right now. What are you mad about? No, make Amanda go. No, Kristen, what shit is happening in your life? Your blue seagrams, like we're still in high school or something. Right? <laughs> this is, okay, listen, this is what happened. Last time we tried to do this and it didn't work, I drank half half of my bottle of wine. And then when we did the podcast on Saturday with Nick, Nick drank the other half of the wine and I drank the rest of the beer in the fridge. All that's left is the seagrams. This is all the alcohol I have in my house. So that's where You need at. to get your house in order if right. you run out of one thing of wine and all you have left is seagrams. Like what's happening in your house? That you drink that bottle like it just brings back like bad memories in my mouth. Like I can't. Listen. I can taste the decisions I made and they were awful. I told Nick we weren't allowed to buy any more alcohol until all the Bud Light and Seagram's were gone because every time there's wine in the fridge, I'll drink the wine over everything else. If so, I made that rule in my house, we would be drinking for the next year all this shit. That you we have so much drink. shit in your house there. I helped you clean that day, and there was so much alcohol in your house. It's ridiculous. Well, like, Ryan loves beer. And so we went on vacation last year. Actually, a year ago, like this week, it came up on my time hop. We went to Minnesota, and our gift to Ryan was to get beer from every state we went through. And we did that. And then, like, he couldn't go. two weeks later... He won a beer basket at the company picnic. And so now we have like 40 different types of beer and he drinks one, like one a week. So we just have an abundance of beer. We have Kristen's leftover Bud Light. We have my leftover Natty in there. Plus my box of wine in the fridge and the other boxes mom has given me. We have a random bottle of tequila. Who knows where that came from? I think we finally- Did you have Robin over? Robin drinks tequila. Um, Tequila came from Ryan's birthday party with his mixed drink. Not tequila, oh, is that what I said? Yeah. Yeah, it is tequila. No, it's not from Ryan's birthday party. It's from one of our random Easters. Because it's like the pre-mixed daiquiri, like not daiquiri, uh, margarita. It's the pre-mixed tequila margarita. But what's left over from Ryan's party is peach schnapps, grenadine, um, vodka. Like we have all these random shit from Ryan's party because there was no one there. So we had bottled this alcohol for no reason. So now we have a smorgasbord of alcohol. And each of us drink like once a week. So <laughs> that's a fuck ton of alcohol. So that's pretty much the next 10 years. what you're saying is we all need to get together and try to invite every single person that all of us know yes. so that they can drink all yes. the alcohol. We're having a banger at my house. Hey, I love beer. We love beer. Our, well, our guy's like a full, he's OCD about his like liquor cabinet, but he's more of like a whiskey, bourbon rum like he's all about like trying new stuff so we have and i don't drink liquor because if i drink liquor it's a bad night um (laughs) for me so but if we have beer in the fridge it gets drank because we're both just we like beer yeah i don't from my papa i don't drink liquor because it just makes me sick to be honest doesn't bother me i can't drink beer oh oh i love beer 
I like all alcohol for the most part, but we just don't drink that much anymore. And I'd love to have a party and have people drink it, but I'm terrified of Corona. So that's not happening. So I guess it's just going to sit in my fridge until the end Sarah, of the world. I have a plan for you. Let's plan a banger for the back for your backyard and you side. And then you could just look at everybody through the window while everybody's drinking all your alcohol. alcohol out my window at people. Like you need a beer and chuck it at their head out my window. And be like, enjoy. <laughs> So we were really bad about social distancing and because I was all excited. We just bought this house in January and we'd finally like gotten everything, like most of our decorations up, like whatever. And it was Cinco de Mayo. And I was planning on like, I told everyone, even like back in February, I was like, we're having a Cinco de Mayo party, whatever. And so I told Art because he was super paranoid about the virus and he's like, we can't have anybody in our house, whatever. And so, and I was kind of paranoid too, but I was like, why we could have a Cinco de Mayo party outside. And I literally made everybody pee outside. (laughs) They wouldn't go inside. I was in quarantine from the day they like locked down everything. I didn't see a single person besides my husband and my child until my birthday when I finally just broke when everyone came to visit me. And I was just like, you know what? Come in. Come that's, in my house. That's a lie. Sarah's lying right now because I came and visited her all the time. I just stood out in the yeah, yard like and we talked to her. And we stayed away from each other. But like on my birthday, I just different. did that. I family's different in this whole situation. You're still lying, Sarah, because a week before your birthday, I came over and we hung out in the backyard and you finally let me hug you and Ember and you yes, started because, crying. And this is what happened. This is why all of a sudden I let my quarantine break was because... So my husband, my mom, and my sister all work together. And so at that point, Ryan, was he drives truck, and so he wasn't seeing them at all. But Kristen was supposed to be working with him that coming Thursday. The next Thursday, she was going to be in the truck with him all day. So I'm like, why am I social distancing myself from Kristen when you're literally about to be stuck in a truck one foot from her for an entire day? So then I was like, and then Kristen is in contact with mom. So at this point, and mom lives with Amanda, and it's like, so why am I stopping myself from seeing my family when I'm still in contact with them, even though I'm not in contact with them? So then I was like, fuck it. And so I see my family all the time. See, I planned it. I planned myself to go work with Brian so that Sarah would have to break. That was the whole point of it. Yeah. It wasn't, but I'm going to take that Uh credit. (laughs) My dad has had to And I really just hang out with my family and I think Corey's the only friend I've seen. Brittany's the only friend I've seen. Well, I've been playing slow pitch softball all summer, so plus I think with, like teaching I've gotten to the not that like I haven't I wear a mask. Like I'm all about that. Right. But like and washing my hands and hand sanitizer, yeah. but I was like that before all of this. Not the mask part, but like right. I think I just got to the point that I was like, I'm so sick of like being anxious and like scared and whatever. I just need to deal with the fact that like the likelihood of me getting it at this point is very high. And I just need to like deal with it. And yeah. I live my life. For me was always Ember. Like if it was yeah. just me and Ryan, it would have been a lot easier for me to just throw on a mask and be like, let's hang out. Like we'll just be safe because Ember gets virus induced asthma. So when she gets mm-hmm. a virus, she gets asthma. So a virus that attacks the lungs terrifies me to, for her to right. get it. So I, like, if she wasn't around, like, if she wasn't here, me and Ryan, I mean, we'd still do, like you said, like, we'd still be doing the mask and the washing the hands and the hand sanitizer, but we wouldn't be as freaked out as we are about it. 
Right. I'm just getting so yeah. nervous it's about totally her getting it. Especially because like, right. they'll take her to the hospital and you can't go with. And I would lose mm-hmm. my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, one parent can go with with a child that young. But I don't think you're allowed to go home. Like the duration that your child no, is in the hospital, you have to go there. Right. I think wherever you go, you have to quarantine. Like if I go to the hospital with her, I'd have to stay there, which is fine. And I would do that. But I know that at the beginning of this, I know that they weren't. Like if your child got even not that young, because there was a story I saw where it happened and it was like an 18 month old got it. And they took that 18 month to the 18 month old to the hospital because it was really bad on them and their lungs and their little. And that entire family, including mom and dad, had to quarantine at home and they were not allowed to go. Mm-hmm. I know one thing, and that thing is that I would be in jail if someone tried to stop me from going to the hospital with my daughter. <laughs> I don't know if it's still a rule. Like, I don't know if you can go with them now or not. But at that point, I know right that the in the emergency I know that in the emergency room, it's not. It- says that uh, it says on like the board when you walk in that a kid I think under the age of seven or something like that a parent is allowed one parent is allowed to be with them I don't give a fuck if they're over seven right that's not COVID positive that's just the emergency no no no, no. yeah that's all I'm saying that's all I know that they were saying if your child's COVID positive and they have to go to the hospital for COVID you have to stay home because the likelihood is that you have it. And so you have to be home unless you also are having like an issue where you need to be in the hospital for breathing. But if you don't have that issue, you have to stay home and quarantine. I would be faking that issue so that I was with my child. Like I can't breathe. Take me to the hospital. (laughs) So speaking of uh, children that have to go to the hospital, I can't remember. And I feel like I always get this messed up. So was it Sarah or Amanda, uh, you're raising your hand. It's Amanda, <laughs> if you're talking about the knee. If you're talking Bo. about the, yep, I was wrestling party? At, a, at the birthday party at Halloween, and there was a bonfire, and. I feel like I was Bo, standing there and saw it happen. Bo and I had been, like, fake punching and going back and forth, and I thought it would be cute to, like, try to kick him when he wasn't paying attention, and his wrestling moves kicked in, and he grabbed my foot. And he turned my leg. Well, when he did that, my body twisted, except for my ankle I was standing on. And I snapped my growth plate. And your very, very, very drunk father (laughs) broke to this piece of metal in half and then stuck it on either side of my leg and electrical taped it to my shoe and my my leg. I bet you're at the hospital and you're like, what the (laughs) And then his drunk self had to pick me up with his other drunk friend and slide me in broken foot first into the the truck. truck. Yeah. In case anyone who's listening to this podcast doesn't know, we've known Jamie our entire lives. Our parents are friends. So we've known her since we were babies. So just to update the podcast. I'm pretty sure up until I was like 10 or 12, I legitimately thought that you guys were my cousins. Yes. Yes. Like 100%. the longest time I thought, I thought we were, you were <laughs> and then my, my the mom time, was like, "No." <laughs> by the time I got to the hospital from with my broken ankle, I had two scratches on either side of my leg from the broken metal rod that had been taped to my leg. 
<laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I'm pretty sure my dad beat Bo's ass like right after you guys left. Well, in front of it wasn't even Bo's fault. Like Bo and I were wrestling. Like it was it was completely both of our faults. We were goofing off, but yeah, definitely. <laughs> goofing off that just went a little too far and ended with a broken leg. I instantly knew I was broken because I just dropped. He was holding one leg in the air and I broke the ankle I was standing on. So I was on the ground. Yeah. And my mom said that there's fake screams and cries when your kids or like they're playing screams. She goes, the screams that make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. She goes, I knew something was wrong. Yeah. You were what? Like you had to have been 13, 12, 13. I was like, it was eighth grade. Because okay. I had to hop through eighth grade hallway during the winter because I was on crutches for like 12 weeks after it got broke. I was too young to remember any of this. I'm pretty I sure remember. I have a picture. And it was from like when my mom was still alive. So like I was probably five or six. And one year I was a Dalmatian because we always, it was a dress up, yes. you know, Halloween. Party. I know what you're and, talking about. And I have a picture. I don't know if it's all four of us or just me and Kristen and Sarah. But we all just looked like we're so – like, it, it had to have been, like, 10 o'clock at night. But we were just, like, whipped from, like, being, you know, partying all evening. Was it me and Kristen both witches? Or all three of it us were witches you. or something? Yeah. I think it was you and I were witches because my face was painted green. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Amanda's face being yeah, Kristen was smaller then, so she wasn't. She would have only been like three. So it was me and Amanda no. and Jamie, and Jamie was a Dalmatian, and me and Amanda were <laughs> freaking witches. No, what? if Jamie was five or six, I'm only a year younger than Jamie. Yeah. So if Jamie was six, I oh. would have been five. Well, said five or I'm six. Snack- I your age off of me being five or six, not her being five or six. But you're right. Yeah, Jamie's in between us. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, growing up, I was always, like, <laughs> I wanted to hang out with Sarah because she was older than me. And then, yeah. like, we were always trying to hang out with Amanda because she was older than us. And then I was, like, Kristen is so annoying. She farts in her sleep. And, like, <laughs> I just <laughs> Oh, my God. I still fart Jamie. in my sleep. <laughs> do you remember? I do when, still fart in my sleep. I don't remember if it was me or you who had it. I think it was me. You came over to like spend the night or something, and we had some sort of recording thing. Like I don't remember what it was, but it recorded our voices, and we just started quoting Finding Nemo into this recording <laughs> device for like hours. And at one point, that was back when you wanted to be, um, was it an anesthesiologist? Because I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, on that tour is this recording of us quoting Finding Nemo and then Jamie just talking about being an anesthesiologist. <laughs> we need to find that. I need to find the birthday picture with you guys dressed up and the audio recordings of Finding Nemo. I hope that a toy made it to, like, a Goodwill and someone has it and it just has us quoting Finding Nemo. <laughs> That's you know what funny. I always hated was that Jamie wanted to hang out with Sarah which I did too but I was more Jamie's age than Sarah was <laughs> just saying no, I you too Kristen don't act like we didn't hang out oh I know I remember we hung out in your bedroom all the time because then you have a water bed at one point I did I had a water bed yeah. for a long time no wonder I have back yeah. issues now 
Amen, sister. <laughs> Man, I had a right. that too. Once I got older, I feel like it was once I got like a little older, not like too old, but like I think it was more once we were like, you know, kind of closer to middle school is when we started hanging out a little bit more. Yeah. You became you less annoying. What did you say, Amanda? I said she probably became less annoying when you got into middle school. You were a, to- a terror when you were little, Kristen. Okay, we've already talked about this. Well, Your mom talk about it again. She did not hold back. She was like, you were not Listen. an easy child. And I know that. Listen, I know. I know I was a crazy child. I know I was a bitch. I know. But I'm better now. All I could think of when Ember came running into my room, butt-ass naked, because she figured out how to take her pull-up off, all I could think of was, oh, my God, what if she ends up being like Kristen as a child and just gets naked and goes outside and runs away, and my neighbors have to bring back my naked child? (laughs) Then you're gonna you're gonna have a kick ass child as an adult, okay? She might get some hard times. She's gonna be a bomb ass kid when she's older. I'm awesome. All right. Who else has something to whine about? Amanda, do you have anything to whine about? I know you do. Be vague if you have to be vague to do it, but <laughs> I, I I can't whine about what I wanna whine about. <laughs> you can. You can just be vague like Sarah said. You just have to be very evasive. No one knows where you work. All they know is you're a teacher because I bleeped out when you said what it was called. So you don't have to worry about that. It's just stress of life and a job. And with all the new things and all the stuff of trying to go back into it from a pandemic, it's just ludicrous. Like, But you have summers off. That's what I always hear when I bitch about teaching. <laughs> I will stab the next human being that tells me, well, you get paid through the summer and you don't even work. Bitch, I get paid for nine months. The state and the federal government do not want to pay me unemployment for June, July, and August. So they mandate that we get a 12-month pay so that we never have to get unemployment for not collecting a check. Yeah. I'll punch well, I think a lot of people realize now because of this pandemic what we actually do or what we have to put up with. Do you love how like- well, right. At the beginning of the pandemic, when they sent all the kids home and were like, we can't do this, everyone's like, oh, God bless the teachers. They're amazing. I don't know how they do this. My kids are a terror. I'm going to get them anything they want. And now it's fall and they're sending the kids back to school and they're like, take these motherfucking kids, you piece of trash. I don't want them. And they're not doing anything for the teachers. And you're like, what happened back in March when you were praising me and telling me I needed a raise? And now you're just like, take these snot nosed bitches. I don't want them. And you're not giving me shit. (laughs) That's the truth. And like I said, I, I love my job. And so going to do my job, isn't my issue. It's now all of, I feel like a first year teacher all over again. And this is the seventh year in my district. And I've had a teaching license since 2011. So it's nine years as a teacher. And I feel like it's year one again with all of the things. And and it's just stressful. And like, yes, we did remote learning. A few pedicures. That remote learning in March, April, and May. So I did work for three of the five months that we were off. But... I didn't have to get up and get dressed to go to work. So like my whole person is just not in, in a, like, a, I don't even know, like a schedule or routine. I just feel like I'm just bleh. same. And like one of the coworkers the other day on our, one of our Google meets said this, it was just the most funny thing on the planet. She said, I've been at work for, it was like 
what is today? Wednesday. So yesterday she said it. So I've been at work for two days. She goes, my titties feel weird. She goes, they haven't been in a real bra since March. Story of, I honestly, I come home and literally like the, just the bra comes off. I'm like pulling it out of any hole that I can like get my bra out of, like walking in through the door. Like I, I absolutely hate a bra. Listen, I, I think that's just women life because as soon as I get home from work too, I rip my bra off. I just do. I take my tank top off. I take my bra off and I get a big baggy t-shirt and I just walk around with these saggy tits. Oh, Ryan looks shit. like a cop. Oh right. my God. He does Ryan look like a cop. It's the glasses. Or a weird security guard. Another obnoxious thing is my dogs and their incessant need to take up my entire fucking bed. I love my doggies. I love my dogs. But I have a king size bed and I slip sleep on a like four inch diameter, like four inch space on the side of my bed because they sleep everywhere else. I know. That's what I'm trying to talk about. I mean, I get it. And it's like, he's like, we barely, we have a king size bed for me and him and this little peanut. And it's still not enough room. And I'm trying to get another dog. He's like, how are we going to get another dog in this bed? No, I agree. I have a king size bed and I have. This fifty, this sixty pound pit, and I have this fifty pound pit, and they sleep like full grown people and take up the whole damn space. Listen, I'm right there with you, except my one eighty pound lab stretches all four paws out like crazy, like this, and literally takes up like it's like three grown people are sleeping in my king bed because of how much space Sam takes over. And not only is Sam a fat ass, and I love him, but during the middle of the night, he'll leave his spot and come and lay in, like, on top of me and Nick in between us because he wants to be sleeping on top of us. So I'll wake up, and I'll have him, like, literally laying on my back next to Nick. And I'm like, Sam, get back to your spot. It's just constant all night long because then he'll go lay on your legs and stuff. And it's like, he has a spot. Literally, it's a full, like, a full-grown person could lay in his spot and be comfortable, and he still comes and climbs on top of us. And I don't even do when my other lab, who's only five months old right now, turns into an 80-pound lab, because I'm, nev- I'm definitely not going to have space for two fucking full-grown labs. I know. I'm not. I'm going to have to get a double king. It's, it's crazy. I feel you. My dog, Ron is 80 pounds he's bigger than all of your dogs and he takes up less space than my tiny 30 pound corgi who insists on sprawling across the bed and pushing up against me and trying to push me out of my bed karma would share my pillow with me if i would let her that's how close she wants to be he likes to lay on my pillow moral of the story is the smaller the dog the more space they take up well and hater he sounds like an 80 year old man when I yell at him or I push him out of the way or I move him over, he grumbles. Alexis was, he's like, oh. I've been cleaning my room and getting it back to ready so that when Ryan goes to Detroit, the dogs can come back into the room and out of trouble where they've been hanging out since they ate all of our stuff in our bedroom. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not just because Ryan's leaving. It's also because they were in timeout for like a month because they ate your DVD case. Yeah, because they're bad boys who ate all my stuff. But- I'm cleaning my room, getting it back to ready, and I think I'm going to put something to block underneath the bed so they can't eat anything, but then when Ryan goes to Detroit, they're coming back into the bed. (laughs) 
Who wants to complain again? Fair, you go. You have more stuff. I do. Are you ready for my next one? Yes. Fucking baby monitors. Because I bought a baby mama monitor. Well, I didn't buy it. My mom bought it for me. But you just said you bought a baby mama. I was like, well, that's different. Well, I'm slurring because I'm drunk. So, (laughs) listen. (laughs) I bought... I asked mom for this specific baby monitor. She got it for me. And it's, like, it's a nice one. It's got, like, the little screen that, like, shows you the baby. And then, like, I can talk through it. Play it music. All that kind of stuff. I can get... I have an app on my phone where I can look at it. The issue is... Did Ryan just walk past in his underwear? He did. <laughs> and my baby's trying to escape because I forgot to close the baby door. It's because you're drunk. What? Me? Drunk? I've never <laughs> drank anything ever. You're crazy. And broken. Okay, so what I was saying, baby monitor. It's like the baby monitor has all this stuff and I was so excited. I was like, oh, great. The baby monitor itself, my house is small. 1,300 square feet, small. This baby monitor, I can walk out my door, I swear, 40 fucking feet from the bedroom, and it cuts out. Like, I'm too far away. Like, I can't even go into my backyard and walk past my patio without it turning off. I can't go outside at all. Like, if I want to use my baby monitor, I have to be within, like, a 20-foot fucking range of her camera. And it's like, that defeats the whole purpose. I can hear her within 20 feet. Like, I want to be able to walk outside. And pull some fucking weeds or some dumb shit. Listen, Linda, it's probably because your internet is shit, not because no, internet. it's not. It's not my internet. It's the fucking baby monitors don't run on the internet, do they? Well, they so they do connect to the internet. Like your camera has to be on the same internet that your screen is on for them to see each other. But still, it you still shouldn't be like walkie talkies. It is. So because it does a camera, because like it does the picture, it uses the Wi-Fi. But still, even without the Wi-Fi, I should be able to walk. Like I'll literally be outside her bedroom window. Outside. And I thought Jamie was just in her underwear for a second. It just is so annoying. Like I want to get a baby monitor that works better. Or if it is my Wi-Fi, I'm screwed because let's complain about that. My Wi-Fi sucks ass, and I don't have another choice in Wi-Fi providers because this is all that's available in my area. You really picked a shitty place to live. You can't get city water. You can't get better internet. The hell is wrong with you? (laughs) Yeah, like my internet, it's like, here's your option. This much internet. Oh, you want the better internet? That sucks. It's not available to you. Oh, you want to switch providers? The only other provider available is this one provider and the amount of internet they offer is literally less than a gigabyte. That's shitty. I currently, the one I have is a hundred and that one's less than <laughs> one. <laughs> I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? So I literally have no choice. I have to stay with them. I have to pay the price that they put out, even though it's ridiculous. And I oh. have no choice. Listen, let's get back to it. I have something to complain about. All okay, right. Complain. Vehicles. Just cars. I hate Amen, them. sister. Yeah. I hate cars. So I wish I had a car to complain about. Starting <laughs> December, my car broke down for the first time. Then it broke down again. And then it broke down again and again and again and again. So I finally stopped trying. And I stole Sarah's car because she doesn't have a life like I do. And so I stole her car. Well, my car is getting fixed and I'm selling it and I'm going to start looking for a new car 
And just to give everybody a heads up, I'm gonna get a minivan. Oh, geez. I'm getting a Honda Odyssey because they're supposed to be one of the best cars out and out there, like in the world. Just huh. fart on me. <laughs> that laugh. But no, I feel you on that, Kristen. I feel like like cars, trucks, whatever, vans in general, just like a money pit. Like they are. Literally, you get it and you're like, oh, this is awesome. And then they're like, oh, this broke. And they're like, okay, yeah. so I'll fix it. And you're like, okay, we're on the road. Just kidding, this broke. And you're like, fuck, I just fixed this. Right. I was like, my brother, he leases cars. And I always thought like that was like, I was like, why do you want to do that? But I mean, I guess if you have a short commute to work, that's perfect. But like, I drive 35 minutes to work and you can't, like, if you go over on your mileage, you might as well have like a car payment. Yep. Like, if, if I were to lease a car, that would work out because I don't work, so I just use it every once in a while to go places. Right. My mom is upside down on her car because she leased it first and went over. So she was like, oh, I have to buy it now, or oh, 10 grand in overage miles or whatever. Right, and that meant it was, but she had to buy it for what she started to, like, lease the car with or whatever, so it's it was not worth that at that point anymore. Oh, that's stupid. I feel it though. Yeah. Are you wearing a Browns jersey, Kristen? No, it's a Jägermeister. Oh, like when you were laying down, the um, the sleeve just kind of looked like Browns. The Browns. Oh yeah. No, sorry, I'm not a Browns fan. Um, this is a Jägermeister. Oh. So don't. Are you a Steelers fan? No. Oh. I'm not. Yeah. I don't listen. I don't watch football. I'm yeah. Ohio State yeah. and Ohio State only. It's the only football I watch. You just said I don't watch football, and then you said the only football I like is Ohio State. Sorry, I don't watch NFL. No. I only watch college football, and Ohio State is the team I watch. A lot of people are like that. I'm just not a sport person. I don't really care about watching things on TV or watching I'd rather play the sport. The only, like, really the only sport that I like is seriously Ohio State football. Because, like, I used to watch the Cavaliers way back when, but even then I didn't really care. Yeah. I I mean, I don't really like watching any sports on TV. I mean, I like watching the Browns, but, like, ew. <laughs> Amanda's a Steelers fan. But I – going in person to any game, I don't care what, like, what team I'm watching, whether it's, like, you know, a AAA team or, like, a professional team. I just love, like, going and people watching <laughs> – people watching yes that's the best part i don't even care about anything else we're getting like you know like when you go to the indians games or something getting like the ballpark hot dogs and stuff too so let's do one let's do one more okay and then we'll we'll be done i only have the one just my stupid freaking card i have more well yeah but why don't you ask jamie or man if they have any more because we all know you have more sarah i always have more Go ahead, Sarah. All right. So my last, well, not my last one, but one of my other ones that we'll do. Toys that continue to make noise after your child has stopped playing with them. (laughs) I don't have kids that young. Listen, I have this dinosaur that you like feed these little discs to that like have food on them. And it's supposed to, uh, it talks about like, feed me the purple one or feed me the grapes or whatever. And you put them in its mouth and it sings or whatever. If it's on, it's talking. Whether you're playing with it or not, like Emma will play with it for a minute and then she'll walk away. 
And it will continue to talk and sing and try and get her to play with it until you turn it off. It won't stop over and over and over and over and over again. It's like, let's play this. Let's eat the grapes. Like over and over and over. And you're just like, if you don't shut up, I'm going to smash you with a hammer. I hate it more than any other toy in my house. I constantly turn it off. It's only ever turned on if she specifically brings me that toy to play with. And then I'll turn it on. And the minute she walks away from it, I turn it off. Because it doesn't stop. Ever. Ever. Just constant talking. And I'm like. (sighs) Yeah, see, my kids are older, so I don't have to deal with that. That gave me, like, for some reason, you're talking about feeding the like dinosaur the and, and asked for like the certain colors or whatever but i don't know why it made me think of this but do you guys remember those baby dolls um we were like little but they there was a spoon that came with it and you could yes. feed your baby doll and on yes. the spoon was food like, like little red cherries yeah and you put it in your mouth and it disappeared <laughs> yes i remember yes. that magic when we were kids it's still like magic cool. <laughs> it's like I still don't know how those I still don't understand. Explain it to me, please. I never really had a lot of girly toys like that growing up because I just had it was me, my dad, and my two brothers. So like I was playing with like you know little like army men and. But that reminds me of the baby dolls that when you the bottles when you turn them upside down the liquid goes away like they drank uh, the yeah. bottle. Magic. Yeah. Like where the hell did it go? Right. <laughs> now as an adult i have figured that out but before then i was like i'm an adult and i still don't know where the milk went <laughs> she said i'm an adult and i still don't know where the milk went <laughs> um, that's the same person that you know when you first when we like first got apps on our phone and you downloaded like the beer one where it made when you tilted it up it made you look like you're drinking beer Kristen's the person who'd be like, but where'd the beer go? (laughs) You know what you guys should do? It would be a good episode to do like a, like a nostalgia type, like where you just Is your dog trying to climb on your lap? No, he wants to play. Look, mine wants me to take him outside. (laughs) He literally can't be any closer to me. Dudley's always on top of me. Especially now that I'm on the floor. He's like, what are you doing on the floor? My dog would be on top of me if I wasn't in a bedroom hiding. Are you talking about like doing like all the old toys? Yeah, like the Neopets just talking about the stuff that we had when we were like kids and just the nostalgia. I don't know. I love stuff like Barbies. that. Barbies. Talk, oh, just basically talking about growing up in the nineties before yes. everyone had a cell phone and all the cool toys we had and shit. I have I'm one. I want to know. Oh, Do you yeah. remember the little like tiny disc player thing that had little discs that would play yeah. like Hit ten it. seconds? Hit um, a song. <laughs> yes. Yes, we had the little boombox one, but then we also had like other little ones. The boombox one is the one I'll never forget. We had like all the little hit clips hanging off of it. And yep. you would like just stick them in the boombox and they yep. play. You guys always had better toys than me because I, I always had boy toys and you I came over to your house and I was like, yes, Barbies. <laughs> right. Well, you were leaving your house with all boys to come to a house where it was three girls. And it was like, oh, shit, everything's girl here. I know. It was awesome. I loved it. My favorite toys were the little animals on a keychain that you had to, like, keep alive. The Neopets. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I forgot about them. We never kept them alive. I love them. 
<laughs> All my Neopets are dead. <laughs> I think they brought them back. You can like. They did. Again. Yeah. Not as cool as the original. Obviously, I need like the basic, just like here's a few pixels that looks like a shape. And you fit right. this tiny pixel that looks like a square. <laughs> that is, or I the don't... one that's supposed to be a fish and all it is is the fish bones. And that's what I'm feeding <laughs> yeah. the cat. Yeah. And you you had a keychain, but you're like, what do I, you didn't even have anything to put it on. No, you just I held it. Had a keychain, you just, like, just carried around. You're just oh like, there's no keychain. You have the hit clips. Oh my God. Play one. Put one in there. I want to hear if it works. Oh my God. I feel like you just pulled out a whole thing of like seven little things. Does it work? Oh, is it? I bet you the first one's going to be like Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. Aaron Carter. It's going to be Aaron Carter. It was going to be Aaron Carter. It was going to be Candy. Candy. That's it. It works. I know it does. Britney Spears? Britney Spears Ooh, I have too. I did it again. I know one of the ones we used to have was Faith Hill. Oh, yeah. yeah. Faith Hill too. I have pink as well. Hold on. I know it works. Maybe it's batteries. Well, it is like 25 years old. We've only had it since we were children. Listen, well, no, when I was going through all my stuff, I found it and I put batteries in it to make sure it still works. That's amazing. I know it's the worst. I think I really think I took the batteries out. It doesn't feel heavy enough. Well, Listen, when we do our nostalgic one, I will get batteries in this and I will play the clip. Yes. But I know not all of them work, but ninety percent of them work. I need you to take a picture of that so I can post it on Instagram because the fact yes. that we still have that in our possession is just fucking gold. Well, like, so wow. this one, this one was Amanda's, <laughs> right. and she was gonna get rid of it, but I kept it, and I had my little one that just looks like a square but that it just, was it used to look like like a cd player because we yeah. all had cd players so they made little versions that look like a cd player where you just put the square in and it played but that one had broke so i just put all the clips together on this one because this one still works so here this is what i have i have i have pink i can't see what song it is i have britney spears you drive me crazy britney spears you drive me crazy lucky <laughs> I have in- yes, lucky. lucky. I have NSYNC. It's gonna be me. It's gonna, gonna be me. Backstreet Boys. Bye bye bye. bye. Uh, NSYNC. Bye bye bye. I knew it. Yes. Faith Hill. Breathe. Yep. <laughs> I knew that one was on there. Aaron Carter. That's how I beat Shaq. And Aaron Carter. I want candy. I want I candy. Want candy. <laughs> I want to go to YouTube and play those songs now. <laughs> Listen, in college, me and my friend used to, every time we got ready to like go out to a party or the club or whatever, we would always get on and play like, it was like 1990s bubblegum pop or something like that. We would play a drinking game where on this, I cannot remember, it's been, my brain doesn't work, but there was something you could go on where you did this and if you put it in, it would play one minute of every song. And, at, and then it would change. And when it changed, you had to drink. And so we would listen to it while we got ready and drink every time the song changed. But it was all like in sync and Britney Spears and all those good songs. And we would just be singing and drinking and getting ready. It was the best ever. I, I, I could it. just not. I, I just when I was going through stuff, I just couldn't get rid of it because it still no, worked. It would have been broken. I wouldn't have got rid of it either. Like that's that shit you need in your life. All right, so. 
Also, I want to say, if you want to email us, notreallymysisters at gmail.com. Facebook, Not Really My Sisters podcast. Instagram and Twitter are Not Really My Sisters. All three of those are at NRMS podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean. Get in there, pass along, share it, listen to us, don't listen to us. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right, Jamie. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to say? Anything you want to no. tell people to follow you on something or anything? No, don't no, follow me. I'm not very interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but this was so fun. I'm really glad that we were finally able to hopefully have made it work. And I really hope so, because when you cut off the screen, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) I have one question. I'm more prepared next time. I was more prepared than your, well, I haven't listened to the Nick episode, but I came prepared to talk about this podcast. I'm proud of you. What's your question, Kristen? One, I never come prepared, so neither did Nick. So don't expect too much. (laughs) Um, Second, Jamie, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Cassie. How different does it feel being a part of the podcast when it's recording to it after it's already been recorded? I mean, not really. I don't think it was that different. I mean, it'll be weird to hear my voice, you know, like whenever I listen to this episode. But like, I just I was really excited to do this just because like I miss you guys. We always had so much growing up and I feel like we became adults and just like everybody does their own shit, you know. But no, I just I thought it was fun. I would do it again. I love living to listen to myself talk so much because I think I'm funny. So just wait until you listen to yourself. You're probably going to find yourself funny and you're just going to laugh at you. Accept it because it's fine. We're let's, funny people. Let's do the question thing like we did with Nick. So I have a question for you, JB. Yes. What is your favorite memory with one of us, all of us, two of us, doesn't matter. What's the one thing you remember that you haven't already talked about? Because obviously you already told a story about like Amanda breaking her leg. But like, yeah, that's probably not her favorite memory. memory. Like your number one thing when someone says the gots, like this automatically comes to your brain. I don't, I mean, there's just so many. We were just like always getting into shit as kids. Like when from, you know, when you guys lived in, I don't know if you want me to say the names of the places, but, um, I can do but like, when you guys lived in Beach City and Brewster and like we just all this, this sh- shenanigans. And then when you guys moved away, I just remember how bummed I was. And then my dad would bring me up to like spend the weekend at your house. I forget where it was. Like it was like Portland. an hour. Yeah. yeah. Portland, like Youngstown, Warren, Ohio. And I just thought that that house was so creepy. I hated going there. And he, but I wanted to see you guys. But for some reason, that house just gave me the creeps. That's my favorite <laughs> house. I love that house. Out of every house we ever lived in, that's my favorite. But that house, the collect all spot was the pool table. Yep. Oh yeah. And the wet bar. Yes. That's where all the mail went. That's where all the miscellaneous you didn't What's have a home went. I had some fucked up dreams about some fucked up shit about like monsters eating me, the fan coming off the ceiling and decapitating me, the cat sucking my soul out. Like that house fucked me up. Oh, that house is where, I mean, it wasn't just that house. It was both houses that we lived in when we were in Youngstown that I had my, I had the dog dream. I had that dog dream too. Yeah. I well, we slept in the same room. <laughs> well, we slept in the same room too, Sarah. And we both had that dog dream. What yeah. is the and dog dream? They say that dogs, if like the dog is the symbol of like what helps you get over to the afterlife. Because what they say dog that, dream. Hold on, one second. One second. So they say that in the olden days, 
when you like started a cemetery, the first th- person buried in the cemetery was trapped in eternity to take every person who's buried in that cemetery to the afterlife. And one of the main things they used to do is they always buried a dog there first so that the dog's soul was trapped and had to take everyone to the afterlife. So they say if you dream about dogs like that, like we did, like the black dog, that it's actually a dog that's supposed to take you to the afterlife. But Amanda, we both had dreams about being in that house in Sterling and having this black dog like just at the end of our bed like just like growling and shit at us or just standing there and staring at us like 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 the dream literally felt like the dog was literally right there like it felt like you were completely awake and it was like kind of where you're just laying in bed staring and a dog walks in and is growling and just like this all black dog the eyes are like like, glowing you could not move and this thing's staring at you. And the only thing you can do is like pull the covers over your face because you're, you're terrified that this dog is really in your room. Cause there's nothing. It's not like, you know how sometimes you dream like, and you think in your dream, you're like, I'm in my house, but the house doesn't look like your house. It's not like that. It was literally felt like I Our sat bedroom. up in my own bed. Yep. It was staring at my own room. Nothing changed. And there was a black dog at the end of the bed, like just growling or just staring or whatever. It was terrifying. That's fucking. I think you guys probably told me about that, and that's what creeped me out. Because we, when you guys moved up there, yeah. But when you, I remember you guys first moved up there. New information. We would talk on the phone every night. Do you remember that? It was like at once, at least once a week, we would just talk on the phone, and it would be like ten o'clock, and my dad's like, "You need to go to bed." (laughs) (laughs) We were just on the phone, like talking about anything. That house is what sparked my interest in like ghost hunting and shit because like that weird dream about the dogs. I used to like Misty, our cat would sit in my doorway and just stare into our room and the bathroom light was always on. So like you would see like him just sitting in the doorway staring and I'd have to like pee or something and I would not get out of my bed. So I was terrified. It's like, it's a cat. Like I live with this cat. I shouldn't be terrified of it. But when, if it was nighttime and it was sitting in my doorway, like pissing myself scared like I remember one time I had to pee so bad like I was crying to dad to because I needed to go to the bathroom and the cat was in the doorway and I remember you know how dads are that he was literally like it's a fucking cat go to the bathroom from this room and I was like okay and then I just stayed in my bed and waited till morning I used to have to jump off my bed to the hallway because Misty didn't scare me but he would hide under my bed and I would put my bare feet down on the ground and he would jump out and he would wrap his front paws around my shin, like my shin, and he would bite me. That cat was a dick. (laughs) And so if I had to pee in the middle of the night, I would have to stand on my bed and jump to the doorway so that I had enough clearance that he couldn't get me from before I was on the floor. I used to at the Cortland house, I would jump from the doorway to my bed, but that was because I was scared that there were monsters under my bed. I was a very terrified child. You're I feel still like a terrifying adult. My anxiety started at a young age and it has just escalated ever since. All right, Sarah, how do you save this? I have no fucking clue. Well, let's oh, say bye to everybody first. Oh, yeah. Let's say bye, and then I'll try and save it. All right. Thank you for being on our podcast, Jamie. It was a lot of fun. I really hope this worked. Um, Yeah, that's it. I love you. Bye.
Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.